In today's episode, you'll hear a masterclass on storytelling from the founder of Fascinate Productions, Richard Willen. I want to dive deeper into a topic which I think is like really important. Everyone talks about it and um, they sometimes don't know where to start or it's just quite a dense topic or people don't believe it's powerful. Um, and it's actually the art of story. It's going to be a, it's going to be a Jay Shetty Radio topic. Jay Shetty Radio is coming out. No, no, no. It's not actually for me. So, God, this, um, this Jay Shetty banner is going to be jokes. Um, so basically our producer who's actually on this podcast and he's helping us, Rich, who's from Fascinate Productions. So they help us with our podcast and they've been an absolute joy to work with. And um, I thought it'd be great to bring him on this segment. So Rich, if you can um, come on board, I'd love for you to start this segment. Thanks for the intro, mate. That's um, a pretty good <laughs> a pretty good sell. And also I'm going to prerequisite with this, with the fact that it was like one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, that'd be amazing to come on and talk about that bit. It'll probably be in like six months slash never. I was trying to think, about how to kind of apply this to find the most useful stuff for this audience of entrepreneur type people. What sprang to mind was the last couple of years, storytelling being like a bit of a buzzword in like business and marketing. I think especially last year, it was just everywhere, right? All over LinkedIn and stuff. It was always like storytelling. And I just felt like very few people actually knew what they were saying and they essentially weren't saying anything. It was just meaningless marketing waffle that got popular a little bit like say synergy. And so I suppose like quite a lot of people listening so this might be like storytelling in a business context is just like a marketing fad that's just going to fade into obscurity over time. I mean, like I'm biased, obviously, because of what I do, but I, I think storytelling is worth the hype. And really, like you only just have to look back at its origins to kind of know why that is. So if we look back, imagine like family of prehistoric humans sat outside their cave right around a campfire, like telling each other stories. They might be having a nice time granted, but they're not doing this for fun. Like storytelling was born out of necessity to pass on knowledge through generations pre-writing. So the stakes back then were pretty high. Perhaps you're telling your son a story that's going to make him remember the difference between one mushroom or like another one. One might be really nutritious, the other one might kill him or just get him, send him to another dimension. The stakes there like are pretty high, right, in terms of how well they're going to remember that story. So these sort of storytelling techniques have grown with us and they're basically designed to make stories stick in our mind. The susceptibility to stories is deep within this ancient part of our mind. So if you can master it, you can just kind of, you know, you can get people. So today, like it's not life and death, but storytelling could be the difference between you like pitching your business to like that next investor and getting paid to do what you love or returning to your shit nine to five job in recruitment because your startup just fell apart. Yeah, dude, I completely agree with that. I mean, if you think about the most sort of impactful bits of media that we're privy to, it really does tap into that evolutionary part of our brain. So TED Talks, if you think about it, the best TED Talks start with a story. Yeah. And then and you just think about like the importance of it from an evolutionary point of view, but also like how it kind of sticks in. Like I, I, I'm reading this book called Storyworthy at the moment by Matthew Dix. It was actually recommended by a guy whose podcast I was on a couple of months ago, a guy called Ali Abdal that I know Jay knows and, and likes as well. He's like this productivity YouTuber. But he's like this champion storyteller, like uh, English, a teacher that turned storytelling. He's got like these crazy ass stories, but it's the way in which you tell stories as well that have sort of that element of surprise, the emotional tug, but also resonance. And the simplest stories and the simplest sort of experience, that's the resonance, not the, the big fantastical sort of blockbuster. It's so funny we're talking about this week because I talked about this in my newsletter that went out uh, this week. He has this line in the book 
that I remember forever. It's storytelling is cinema for the mind. Right. A hundred percent. And it's, I've read that book. That's a great book, actually. Um, and you yeah, teamed sick. me up really well there because with that opening bit, I thought it might be quite good to be a little bit meta. So like used a couple of rules in there, which I was going to talk about. But actually, I did use another one in there, but I didn't think I'd mention it. But you've just talked about it. So the cinema of the mind. So mm. like a good thing that you can do if you want to make a point hit home is the first thing you do is you create the scene. That's why I was talking about Neolithic man sitting outside of their cave around a campfire. It's all kind of done to try and like put you in a place. Mm. And once you're in that place, you're a little bit more malleable to start listening. There's another rule as well, actually, which I honestly, I think is one of the most important ones. And it was, I think he talks about it as well, but I first heard heard about this through um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and it's called the but therefore rule. What that basically is, is that between every beat of a story, so that could be like a scene, you know, in this in this instance, it was um, sentences. But between each one, there needs to be like a but and then a therefore, but there can't be an and. So it's basically like this happened, but then this happened, therefore this happened, but then this happened, and therefore this happened. Mm. And that is basically causation. If you start going down a going down the line of this happened and this happened and this happened, this happened, that's the way that everyone is just going to stop caring about what you're saying, basically. You can apply it to so many things. If you write a load of just just like brain dump a load of stuff, say it's for your blog or whatever, and you just look at what you've written and you, and you say, is there an and or is there a but therefore, you can see that it starts to appear in your mind like a list and everyone's just like not interested in a list. Actually, yeah, in trades, whereas soon, soon as you find an and in your story, you're fucked. Is what yeah, he says. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the book, he talks about why kids are such bad storytellers because it's just like, you ask them what they did for the weekend, it's like, oh, I did this and, oh, I did this and. And actually, uh, I was in America for, for the stag and I was spending some time with my two godsons. One's four, one's six. And the, the six-year-old is going to like a science camp and it's like geared towards like, parents who want to force their kids toward the path of like becoming a doctor. And he, he's just going to it because, the, you know, he, the, they just need something for him to do and not hang out at the house. And uh, I was asking him how, how his day was. And they had some interesting, cool stuff, like teaching about the heart. And like, uh, they, they made that sort of like a glass jar and then the, the plastic diaphragm, like a balloon over it. And then you, you pull it down, you create negative pressure. And then it has two other balloons in your, in your jar. And it basically causes the balloons to inflate like a pair of lungs. So they built that and they did all this other stuff. But the way that he told me the story was like, oh yeah, and we did this and, and we did this. And I was like, oh man, I'm, I've looked at your schedule. I know it's really exciting, but the way you're describing it to me is so boring. Obviously, I didn't have a go at him. I was like, wow, that's amazing. But like, um, in essence- Send him on a storytelling camp next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell his dad to send him to a, story, a storytelling camp. So it's a bit more interesting. But yeah, in essence, the, the, the aim of the game is to not tell, tell a story like a, like a six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one that I think you guys also taught me, and also I did a bit of research on, I thought was great, was actually like the legendary Steve Jobs, right? Um, I think, you know, he's had so many amazing speeches, but the one that probably everyone recognizes was the iPhone one. What he did on that, and I think some people have noticed on it, was that he really just took everyone on a true journey. It's that roller coaster journey. They said the best stories have got the highs and the lows, the highs and the lows, and just you just keep on going on the journey. And if you remember, it was like this magnificent high, right? And he went, look, um, I've got something that's revolutionary that's going to change the world. And it's an iPhone. 
but most iPhones, then it goes back down. It goes, but most iPhones aren't very good. They suck. And But ours is really, really good. Ours is different. It's got it's got multi-touch. It's got apps. But is that enough? We've got this. So it's like, he just constantly just pulls you up and down. It's like playing like Yeah, the n- narrative yeah. arc. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that's and a, that's, that's the guy word. to look into if you want to know about that. Um, the guy who kind of coined that that term is Kurt Vonnegut. He's a G. There's like some there's some stuff to check out on YouTube, and and I mean, I think he's written books about about it as well. It's all it's weird. It all to me, it all ties up into the same thing, right? So the but therefore is the zigs and zags of a story. And it's like spreading the possibility of how big this thing is. The, the story becomes bigger by pushing to extremes. And it's the same with like, if you think about it on the other axis, like that's the, the highs and lows of the story. The other one I was going to talk about is the stakes. If there are no stakes, they don't need to be massive. Like, In fact, if they're smaller, it's more relatable, a bit like what Rupi was saying. So you can't unsee this stuff or unhear it. Like once yeah. you've heard this, you'll start noticing this in everything. And it is like a total superpower. That was from our 28th of September episode with the founder of Fascinate Productions, Richard Willen. We've linked to the full episode below in the show notes, so go check it out.